0: Hello and welcome to the 45th edition of the Two Black and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris.
1: And I'm your host, Chris.
0: And today, um, we have a couple great guests with us today. We have uh, Terrell uh, returning, as always, our um, most, uh, most common guest in the podcast, pretty much a third member at this point. And, um, we also have, uh, Brittany with us as well. And uh, today's topic is going to be, um, dating while black. I guess you could call it the dating while black, uh, redux. We did one, I want to say year and a half ago, getting close to two years, cause it was in the middle of 2020, or towards like maybe like yeah. July, August of 2020 or so when we did the last one. So, um, yeah, for this one, we're just gonna swap some fun stories. Hopefully, uh, the okay. audience gets something out of it. So, um, and- Anybody? It's very
1: fitting because Monday <laughs> is Valentine's Day,
0: and yeah, this is being recorded. Uh, the weekend—I uh, guess you call it Valentine's Day weekend. So yeah, um, does anybody want to go first? Cause I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What secret you
2: hiding over there? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No, I I think uh, I I think we can all agree that. Especially just looking at the past two years, oh. trying to date during the pandemic has been a whole other animal.
0: Yeah.
1: Dating yeah. the, trying to date the past five years has been a whole other animal since 45 was elected. Because there's a whole new litany of questions you got to ask now.
2: Oh my God. When you see them in a red hat and you're like, oh God. And then realize like you're just traumatized. It's not even what you thought it was.
1: Yeah. And in certain communities, you got to ask, "Where were you on January 6th, 2021? But that's a different <laughs> that's a different kind of thing.
2: Uh, Your community specifically, you have to ask that question. I'm sorry. Where do you live? Hey, most of my people don't have the money to fly out to no DC <laughs> just to <laughs> create a riot. So I don't know I don't what know. you're Some trying Some people are
1: camping out in their cars. So uh,
0: take that long road yeah. trip to. Uh... Cause a terrorist attack, you know. Yeah,
1: and then you know you have uh, men with podcasts shaming every, uh, every woman on the planet if you know they're not a virgin, but also not super sexual. So
0: there's so much there, or like yeah, or like the. I mean, we talked about it last week where it was like the guys who are like women decay after twenty five, and you're like, what? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I I... yeah. Brittany, have you seen a lot of that on TikTok? Like, I, I, I just want to say we had a podcast before it was cool, because um, now uh, having a podcast is a red flag, unfortunately. Uh,
3: yeah, I've seen all the TikToks of people. i mainly just the most ridiculous man I've ever seen saying the most ridiculous things Mm -hmm. thankfully i haven't seen them from the source it's always from someone making fun of that person yeah Yeah, so i think i've curated my my for you page really well um but yeah it's a weird time like i feel like dating was weird already but then you add a pandemic and then the politics and then just horrific opinions (laughs) and it's just made it even worse
2: Yeah, like what, this might not be how listeners anticipated this pod starting, but like why do we do this, right? Like dating has been miserable. I think I can say that generally of dating during a pandemic and trying to say like, well, I'd love to meet you in person, but meh, meh. And now you're in this contentious space of, at least for me, I always talk about politics. I don't think it's a taboo topic, but lordy be people who well i don't understand that or i mean i've shared this with you chris i was talking on an app with someone about listening to kanye's album and made reference to how i was at a i was in a conundrum because i can't stand kanye but i have to listen to the songs because i know people are going to talk about it and he asked why i didn't like kanye and i said well i really can't support someone who says that slavery is a choice and this person clapped back with well i didn't live back then how would i know like We live in the dumbest era of human history. And I'm just like, why do we do it? For the tax credits that we get from a government that's probably going to fail by the time we're getting married? Like, what's the point?
3: The face I made with that (laughs) that person's response. My God. (laughs) And also, like, just I know Kanye wasn't the reason that you told that story, but like. He's also being so embarrassing
0: right now. Like He's he- a part of the
2: problem. Like, really, truly, he
1: is yeah, a part so of the it's problem. Not,
0: you know, it's hurting, uh, hurting Black History Month for sure. I know what you <laughs> yeah. mean.
1: Yeah, if you want to talk about uh, examples of uh, n- not to follow for, for dating and marital advice, uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West and Pete Davidson.
0: Well, but you know, I leave
3: feel Pete like, Davidson out of this. Yeah, i mean, I feel like Kim and Pete are like living their lives, and Kanye's just being wild.
0: Well, I like. mean, I think they're keep. I mean, Kim needs to keep quiet so that when she pursues legal action, <laughs> she if she, they're fighting for custody, she uh she looks better because she's not the one like going on rants and tirades on social media, you know.
2: You know, her mama got her in the bag. She don't need no coaching. She'll be fine. I just. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a part of the problem, though, right? We, like y'all highlighted, we have entertainment and social media that's investing itself into what dating looks like. And then you have people who ship people. So you have everyone who's like, well, Kanye and Kim gave birth to these amazing children. Like, yeah, it might be weird, but look at how happy they are. And then they get a divorce and people immediately are like, love isn't real anymore. Why do I waste my time? People are doing the same thing with um, Zendaya and I can't think of the white boy's name Tom right Tom now. Tom Holland. Tom Holland.
0: Thank you. I'm about to start people the Senate People project on those celebrities a lot, Terrell. For real. I know what you mean. Like people are like, well, if this celebrity is successful, then I can't be or if they can't then I can't. It's like you don't know these people from Adam at all. Like I, I we like as much as, you know, we have people have social media accounts and, you know, everyone's going for authenticity. You really do not know even, you know, I mean, Chris, you're on TikTok, TikTok, you know, TikTokers and people like that. You don't know them. And, you know, anything you see, when if someone is in control of like their platforms, anything you see is what they intend to put out there, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody is hiding stuff that they don't want anyone to see the light of day,
1: 100%. What you mean I know about that? I'm on TikTok.
0: Um, <sighs> Whatever. You know. I mean, maybe you are, but, maybe you aren't.
1: <laughs> uh, it's interesting, though, uh, my friend Kiki, who's going to be on the podcast on a future episode. Uh, was talking about, I don't know if y'all know, Modern Warrior. Uh, he's a TikToker. He's a Native American TikToker. He does a bunch of videos. Um, mm-hmm. And they're mutuals. And someone, and she was talking about, she was like, I don't know why he's mutuals with me. He's off doing important stuff. I'm off, you know, just, you know, being being me. And someone commented on her video, like, is it okay if I ship the two of you? And she's like, we're, we're real people. Please don't do that. Like we're, we're regular people, y'all. No need to, you know. If you don't have a type, any type of relationship other than you just follow a person, they're, yeah. they're still
3: they're still a human being. You don't know them. I feel like shipping should just be for fictional characters. I don't understand why people do that with real human beings. <laughs> Seems like a waste of time. That's a good point.
1: We're not your your action figures or your dolls or whatever that you played with as a kid, and we're like now kiss. <laughs> but yeah, but getting get getting back to uh, to, to dating. So uh, has everyone tried to date during the midst of the pandemic?
2: Yep.
0: Yep. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: how, how how
2: successful have you all been?
1: Ooh, Do you that's think a
0: loaded question? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I, I would yeah. How are we measuring success here?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Great question. Great yeah, like goals. Goals.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Um so how many uh, how many of you have actually gone on date uh more than like let's say three dates with the same person?
3: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. How about five?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. 10. Nope. Yep.
2: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Brittany, we're like counting like, well, when was the last time I saw him? No, I know, had a
0: whole a
3: whole relationship in pandemic. How'd that go? We're not in a relationship anymore. So
1: <laughs> So it went wonderful. Okay.
0: Fantastic. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, okay. So pandemic dating has its downsides for sure but for me as like a person who doesn't like to waste time and who is introverted being able to talk to someone virtually for so long was so easy yes. Yeah, yeah and then it's like okay is it worth getting the virus for this person and if they were yes. not it was like okay bye <laughs> so or like were they willing to go the lengths they need to go to to meet with you like to not hang out with people or whatever so Yep. I don't know. That's one thing. It really makes you think like, is it, is it worth it meeting this person? Cause now, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but let's say pre pandemic, you would talk to someone. It's like, oh, well, why not? Like, why not get coffee? I feel like people wasted so much more time.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a funny story on that actually, because I was in one of those situations of so easy to talk to people virtually. Cause I, even though I have an extroverted side, I am more introverted. So I'm like going back and forth. We're having a great conversation. I'm diving in some of these deep topics and I was deciding I was going to come home like in the midst of everything, but things were starting to open up flights were going like, I haven't been home in over a year and a half. I'm playing it safe. If I do these things right, I can go home and be safe and be with my family for a little bit. Um, And this person I was talking to was like, well, when are we going to meet? I'm like, Hey, full transparency. You seem cool. Would love to meet you in person, but I'm taking it very cautiously because I want to fly home and I want to make sure that I'm not going to put anyone in risk, anyone in my family at risk by doing that. And they went on this week long, just constant. So when are we going to hang out? What are we going to do? I will quarantine for two weeks. I will get a COVID test and show it to you in person just so we can hang out. I'm like, calm down. Like, this is too much. You're going too hard. Like, I'll see you when I get back. It's fine. Ended up not talking, never seeing them again. Fun fact, though, one of my favorite brunch spots in Idaho, they are servers, so every time I go to brunch, I see them.
3: Oh. Yikes. (laughs) Like,
2: oh, hello. We finally got to meet in (laughs) person. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, like, that's a stressor, right? Like, at the same onset, I respected where they were coming from of well, I'll quarantine for a while, all of these things just to meet you, but putting that much pressure on someone's just unfair. Like Mm -hmm. we've just been talking. No reason for you to shut down your life just to meet me and then determine if you want to talk to me again.
1: It's fine, Terrell. You're just that much of a catch.
2: That's a lie. To that
1: person.
0: He's trying to flex on us. It's
1: okay. Nah. No, it's fine, Terrell. It's not like I haven't known you for a decade or anything. Um, So, uh, I think, uh, Brittany, you were raising up uh, an interesting point versus like uh, people wasting a lot of time during and pre-pandemic dating. Um, When, let's say, because I know like my my parents, my parents told me this for years, right? That, you know, after school, the only time you meet people are like organizations you're in and, you know, and for them that meant church because that's where my parents met. Um, for us, especially like during this pandemic where like if you did do grad school or anything or you're starting your professional life, that's pretty much where we've been in for at least half of it, if not all of our professional lives. Is there any time you're meeting people outside of like social media or dating apps?
0: Uh, well, yeah, Brittany can answer, but I got to answer too, so... I'm going to
3: say no. Like, it's so hard to meet people in real life. I feel like if you go to a bar, the people that, okay, for, for a woman, the people that come up to me, it's like, no, uh, <laughs> immediately, no, immediately, no. Like, so I, I don't see how people do it. Uh, yeah. Like, and I'm definitely not dating someone from work. Gross. Uh, and like, <laughs> I'm not in school. So yeah, I don't know how people meet in real life. At the grocery store, I'm wearing my mask. I'm in and out, like, no time for chit-chat. Yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? Well, I, I feel hope like your crush I was going to say, out the mask.
0: That. Sorry, let me cut you off.
2: Oh, no, you're good. I was just saying, I hope her crush at work didn't hear that part, because <laughs> his whole life just got ruined.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, to, to piggyback off that, what <laughs> I was going to say is that... um wearing the mask in public I feel like just <laughs> kills any like uh, any like oh am I gonna t- try to hit on someone at the grocery store or the bookstores like we've got masks on I don't know what our whole face looks like like it's a very risky <laughs> it's a very risky endeavor I feel like um, so yeah the the whole the mask thing I mean I don't, I don't sound like a Republican but like the mask thing it does suck in that in that regard um, for sure. So I think that's funny.
3: I All right, Chris, I'm about to get mask. you
0: a red hat. <laughs>
1: you know what? That doesn't surprise me, Britt.
0: <laughs> yeah, just use your, uh, I mean, you know, if you get your eyebrows done and then then you're good to go i, I mean it also- happened to me more that i was like do i look
3: great in a mask <laughs> like that's how often it was happening
0: <laughs> don't they Ugh, i forget <laughs> i know i don't know which asian country it is but i know in asia they have like a term for someone who looks good in a mask but only only when they have only with the mask on so it's like only like their eyes and you know like head i, just, I don't okay. so yeah for the no.
3: record for everyone listening that is not true uh, my whole face is cute, I like to think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good.
3: <laughs> but yeah, has that happened to you guys? Like, I I know being a woman in the world uh, is exhausting, so it has happened to me. I just want to know if guys get hit on with a mask on.
0: Uh, do guys get hit on at all? Only old ladies. They only, like, above the age of 50 do I get, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say approach, but it's usually, like, cashiers. Or like I started taking a yoga class and like all the young, all the young women in there, they, they, you know, they go, they do their thing. They dip out. The old women will talk my head off. You know, it's just, it's so, Terrell's like nodding. Cause he agrees. It's like, they want to, the, the older, the women over the age of 50, they like, they want to know where I went to school, where do I live? What I do for my career, what my parents do, you know, anyone that's younger is like, eh, no, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so
1: I'm, I'm gonna share this story. Uh, I was on, uh, I was on TikTok. I was live, and I was talking to some of my friends, right? And uh, someone did. So, you can request to join live from randoms, right? Like random people can just request to join your live, and they'll be live with you. And so, I was like, you know what? I'll accept it if it's weird. I'll cut it off, right? So, there's this woman. She was like probably early 40s like 30 something like that right uh-huh. and so she was talking she was like oh yeah i joined tiktok because it's hard to make friends during the pandemic and you know she's like i haven't been really that successful and i was like i mean it happens you know like i've made friends off of tiktok and everything like that and she was like oh you know you sound smart what do you do for a living i was like i'm an attorney and she was like oh daddy and i was like all right end, end done we're done <laughs> cut off we're done
0: <laughs> that it <escalated laughs> very quickly <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, uh, so you know, uh, women women uh, in their forties, fifties, they're, they're they're trying to mess around and get themselves a sugar baby.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's the one good thing about it. Like, <laughs> take this as you will. But any time I've ever been hit on, it's been at a restaurant by an older woman. Tells me whole life story of like where they live and. Children, all these other things. And next thing I know, my entire meal got paid for, or drinks because I was at happy hour got paid for. And you know, like if that's all I had to contribute was just being a listening ear,
3: meh. Could be worse. And Terrell I got, to keep got
1: the <laughs> Terrell got the sauce, everyone
3: he's bragging again that isn't even
2: wow. bragging that's just that's that's the experience that i've had of Torrell. T- i'm not about to put you
1: day. out there like that but you know good and well you and i have had some conversations so you cannot deny that
2: i don't know what you're talking about but i will add as a different perspective as a bisexual male completely different experience as from the man the men's side like you could have your entire face covered as long as they can get a shape of your body. You're getting hit on, so wearing a mask has never had an impact in that space.
0: That makes sense. I think I uh, I got a good one. So um, this was years ago. It was before COVID. I was back when I was. It was back when I was living with my parents and depressed. It was probably like. 2017 maybe so i was at the grocery store i was at aldi with my mom and she was uh she was checking out and i was putting groceries in the cart you know just tagging along because i was bored and this woman i don't know how old she was she's probably at least like in her 40s and i think i was maybe like 23 at the time i want to say this woman goes up to my mom not me and she goes excuse me is that your son and my mom like makes a face and she's like yeah. And this woman goes, I'm sorry, but he is beautiful. It was the most uncomfortable thing. And then, like, I didn't know. And, like, when she said that, I, like, made eye contact with a woman. I didn't say a word. All I did was, like, I did, like, a slight smile. And then my mom looked at me, and she gave me that mom look, like, get in the car. Like, put the groceries in the cart, and get in the car right now. It would, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was strange. But, um... Yeah, it was just like, why are you asking? Why are you talking to my mom? Like, what? I don't...
2: She was like, instead of me playing the odds of him rejecting me, let me just arrange this real quick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get approved. (laughs) You know, yeah, it was... uh... Yeah, Terrell, I know know what you mean. Because it just... It comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, okay.
1: Oh, boy. Okay, so... um... So, so, so older people in in the pandemic just trying to get themselves sugar babies. Um, And, you know, as as Terrell has put it so elegantly, uh, if men can see your shape during the pandemic, they don't care what's behind the mask.
3: That's fair. Just telling us he has a great bod. Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) I'm out here just trying to live my truth, but apparently... (laughs) I mean, it's just, that's the way, I don't know. I don't know a better way to put it. And hearing from your experience, Brittany, you can push back on this, but I'm assuming that's sometimes how men treat females in this world of, oh, I might not see what's behind the mask, but I like the shape and all that alpha nonsense that we talked about in the last pod. So it just, it translates sexuality.
3: Yeah, I assume so. I don't know. We didn't make it in the conversation for me to ask. I kept it pushing. So <laughs> I will say I did have a mom try to push her son to ask me out once. Oh, uh, just to piggy. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> 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 I was working. So I, this was a while ago. I was working at Starbucks, and she was like whispering, but I could clearly hear what she was saying. She was like, "Oh, she doesn't have a ring on." And I was like, "Man." please. I'm just trying to make money for college. I don't want to be hit on by your son at all. Oh uh, Yeah, but she was just whispering to her son about how he should talk to me. I don't think he did because I don't remember anything after that point. I think he was really embarrassed, but uh, yikes.
1: Oh, I, I would be too. Uh, I, I can't, I, I, I thank God my mom's not that type of mom. Uh, but you know, you know that does bring up uh, a very interesting uh, subject: uh, black parents and uh, the dating lives of their children. <laughs> Ter- Ter- y'all can't see, so Terrell is the, doing like the cut off at the next. He's doing the timeout.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Mom, don't listen to this one, please." <laughs> uh oh. So I will say yeah, so it's not so- my
2: mom; it's my dad but well, we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> what
1: what what have uh ha, what has been your experiences with uh your parents and in your dating life?
0: Uh I guess I can go. So I feel like, you know, I leave my parents, they really did this thing where they just they did not want me to care about like dating or girls at all until like I was done with college. So, like anytime I bring up anything like, oh, I like this girl or like when I had a little girlfriend in high school and stuff like that, they were just not remotely interested. They're like, it, they, they wouldn't say it's not going to last, right? But they'll be like, it's not important. Focus on school, get your degree, blah, 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 blah. And then like, as soon as like I finished school and then, you know, started working and like started working at like a big boy job and like being a real adult they're like where's your girlfriend at you know how's dating (laughs) every once in a while they'll want to know what's going on um so it's just funny how they like do that switch and it's like you know where was this encouragement (laughs) back in the day you know it's kind of funny
1: yeah i'm i'm only now starting to get the like oh when are you getting married mostly for my dad like when are you getting married I'm not getting the grandkids one because my oldest brother is taking care of that. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: you're the youngest, so you get, I'm the oldest. So you, you being the youngest, you get off. They don't, you know, they got their grandkids already. They're straight. So, you know.
1: Oh, they want more.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They have four. They want more.
0: Four is a lot. Four is a lot.
1: Yeah, but it's not enough for them. So I was just like, yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll give you some. Maybe
2: not. That was my entire Thanksgiving was conversations of when are we going to have grandkids? When and da 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 da. And I just had to push back of when is the economy going to support me to have children? And then we'll have that conversation. um But I've been very lucky that my parents didn't play a huge role. My father tried to interject himself a few times and would like walk up to people and say, oh, hey, you should talk to them or make some comments or push me into people. Um, But also, when I had a girlfriend in high school, my father called her his daughter-in-law for the bulk of his, the time I was in high school. So I never had to worry about it. Wow. Uh, I guess I'll
3: go. Uh, I have a really weird family dynamic. I don't really talk about who I'm dating at all. Super private. No one asks. <laughs> no one has ever asked me if I'm having grandchildren, and I am the oldest. Uh, so I'm pretty lucky with that. Also, I didn't date in high school, barely dated in college. So, um, yeah, I don't really, for, for my, my parents, they don't really say much or ask about much. Which is
0: great. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, Brittany, you're uh, you're living the dream for sure. Just, just out here, just uh, thriving and vibing, not worrying about the parents. It's it's always good. I will say, I use the. um, I don't know. Anytime I like, I wouldn't even say like dress up, but anytime I'm like dress well and get a compliment, my go-to response now is, well, you know, mom was grandkids. Like anytime I like, I get a haircut or I'm wearing like, you know, some new clothes or something like that. My go-to response is always like, well, you know, I'm out here. Mom was grandkids. You know, I got to try. So it, uh, yeah. You know, parents, you got to love them.
1: Got to hit them with that. You, You got grandkids money?
0: Um, so I guess, uh, I guess I do have a couple stories that I did want to share. So, um, I'll do the, uh, I'll, I'll save the really good one towards the end. Cause it relates to the podcast and I think everybody will enjoy it. So we were talking about dating with COVID and, um, this actually happened to me like a month ago where it was like, I don't know, I matched with a girl on Hinge. We were like messaging for, I want to say maybe a good, like, uh, probably a good week. And it was like. Sending paragraphs back and forth, so I was like, "All right, well, let me see if I can try to meet up with her or Facetime or whatever." And um, and and I was like, "Yeah, you know, do you want to get coffee?" Da da da, because I always go for the I always go for the easy coffee date. You know, people want to have the debate over the coffee date or not, but um, yeah. So I I did that, and she responds, and this is actually really sad. She's like. Well, she's like, how COVID safe are you? And I was like, I mean, hey, I'm triple vax. I wear a mask most of the time when I'm out. You know, I do like socialize, you know, but hey, I can always like get a test or something like that before we meet up. And then she's like, well, I just wanted to ask because my dad actually died from COVID. This is her telling me this. And, you know, I'm just like really sensitive about that. And I was just like, oh, man, like after that, I didn't really know like, I mean, I, w- I was, you know, super nice about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm really sorry, you know, we can FaceTime if you want, it's not that big of a deal, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and this is recent, so I mean, the pandemic is uh, is still real, and, you know, you, like, see sometimes, like, the, num- I mean, to get, like, depressed, depressing, but, like, you see, like, you know, the numbers with the death count and that kind of stuff, and I fortunately haven't lost anyone that was super close, even though there were certain people that I know of that did pass away from COVID, but, like, yeah, so stuff like that happens and I'm just like, oh, that's uh, that was really sad. It didn't end up working out for other reasons, but yeah, that, that stuff can definitely happen for sure.
2: Absolutely. And one, props to you for handling that because I don't know, I know I'm a person who sometimes overshares, but I also have been in those situations where it's like, Where'd that come from? Um, and just as you highlighted, like a lot of people face a lot of trauma and and grief through the pandemic. And again, adding to the stressor that comes with dating—not even just dating while black, just dating right now. Um, there's a lot that has to be unpacked of people who've lost people unexpectedly, or individuals who've had COVID and had to go through the worst of it. And it's it's just hard. So
1: during this time of COVID and in quarantine, we've had a lot of, um, movements. I don't know if I want to call it progress, but conversations around social justice. And, uh, for any of us that have interacted in, um, interracial relationships, whether it's dating or, um. Uh, what's it called uh, friendships uh, I'm pretty sure that there have been some interesting conversations to be had about things going on in the world uh, so does anybody have any stories regarding that
3: not that I can think of
1: no one's asked anybody do all lives matter
3: you oh, can God. weed those out from the
2: profile, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I've got like, more. Go
3: for it, Britt. Oh, I was just going to say, like, Hinge puts, like, moderate, conservative, all that good stuff. And I can just be like, okay, nope. <laughs> like.
0: If they're moderate, yeah. they're always
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't really run into it. I mean, I did talk to someone who asked me if vaccines were non-negotiable. And I said, why wouldn't you get vaccinated? So I don't know. I don't know what his political standpoints were, but uh, he said that's how he lost his uh, last girlfriend. So um, that's about as close as I got to the discourse. Obviously, not social discourse, but yeah.
2: Shout out to homegirl doing more than the NBA and the NFL combined. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I know I'm slightly being called out here because Chris knows my background and the fact that I live in Idaho. Um, but I guess I'm fortunate <laughs> I'm fortunate in the space that surprisingly nothing has come from a space of hate. Surprisingly. Um, most individuals who I end up connected with or talking to either understood or were comfortable having conversations around those and weren't like a like my friend who was is a conservative who was struggling to explain why or why he shouldn't vote for Trump. Like I've never had that, which is helpful. However, um, you do, I kind of alluded to this, but you do run into those profiles where you quickly are like, oh, I'm not safe talking to you, or this is not a good idea um, because it's, it's either performative or they just genuinely don't understand what they're walking into. I can't tell you how many times I've told a white man, no, only to be called a slur or um, given crap for something or being told to go back to my country and then being like, bro, I'm black. Like, you got this completely wrong. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've had, like... I don't know if I've had, like, a ton of drama regarding, like, racial stuff. There is, like, because, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I mostly, I date black women for the most part. The one time I, there there was a time that I, there was a time that I didn't, I guess you could say maybe it was, like, relatively recently. And, like, you kind of always have to have, like, that, like, are you okay dating a black person talk, I feel like. And, um, you know, I think they can be, I think at times, like, you know, sometimes you catch people off guard. that kind of stuff because like people even and i'm talking about people especially that are like left-leaning they're like oh yeah we're all progressive we're all cool but it's like no if i'm actually really going to date you i need to make sure that you like understand certain things before things get um you know things will get more serious so yeah i mean i don't have yeah but i don't have any like huge pieces of drama especially not not when the past couple years related to uh related to a lot of that unfortunately sorry Chris I mean, <laughs> oh I,
1: I don't have those stories either I was just wondering if someone did
0: I will say I've gotten
3: like the I like my women like my I like my coffee black and hot like that dumb stuff which there you can't is. filter by like their profile just people are idiots or like recently someone was like the driest conversation I've ever had in my life And so I was like, okay, moving on. And then he would come back and just say something random. So I was like, okay, do you want to talk? And then he was like, oh, have you always been interested in white guys? And I was like, what? What does that mean? Because we swiped, right? Because I was like, oh, you seem uh, bare minimum normal. (laughs) (laughs) You think I only date white people? Like, Mm -hmm. how how does that correlate? And then, uh, okay, I can tell one Traumatic conversation I had. Um, this was early in the pandemic because I'd forgotten about it. So, this is from May of 2020. Swipe right on some person that I think is a catfish looking back. And he said, I only like girls with African features. Is that a cry? And I said, Hmm, what are African yeah, features? Yeah, I was
0: going to say, What are those?
3: <laughs> this is where the racism really jumps out. um Longer limbs, voluptuousness, thicker lips, frizzy hair, fizzy hair, white teeth, and a great experimental and carefree soul.
2: (laughs) Oh, God.
3: Okay,
1: Uh, I know you said thicker lips, but I heard something else. Oh, my God. I don't
2: even want to know what you heard. I'm no, you know exactly what I heard. Um, I'm I'm pure. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, No, I. I it think. keeps
3: it, ge- it keeps going. It gets worse. It, ke- it keeps going. It? <laughs> so I said, very narrow view of African features. And he said, an anthropo- anthropological view. Do you have a wider view? Enlighten me. And I was like, this is a weird conversation. Black people can't just be one thing. This is ridiculous. And he told me, there's no such thing as black people. It's an American way of saying African. If you feel offended, then that's another thing. But what I stated is very generic or gen- generic as per anthropology, a basic set of physical traits of people from Africa. You probably have not visited Africa in that case because I have. Oh my God. Be it God. the horns, no south or north. I'm fully aware of the semantics. Uh, a satirical and slight humor has triggered you to an extreme level. Didn't expect that. No intention of offending you. Just stated what I saw. And yes, you still have longer limbs, fizzy hair. He keeps saying fizzy. I feel like he means frizzy. Yeah. Uh, thicker lips, carefree soul. Maybe not, as far as I can see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> not the uh, racist trying to make a dig. What? Whoa.
3: <laughs> I forgot about this until so I like went back, and I was like, "Oh, this is bad. This is the most racist thing i would ever seen." probably
1: not oh the thing but
3: God. yeah so lecturing me saying i don't know what being black is that it's made up uh i've never been to africa so i guess what do i know um and all black people apparently look alike there are no short-limbed black people according to this man
1: short kings got don't basketball. exist i
2: guess <laughs> poor kevin hart <laughs> yeah,
3: he's not black so oh, i'm sorry he's not african he's not african yeah. oh my gosh so oh uh, you get a
2: memory for me too
3: oh no <laughs> go for it
2: oh gosh okay so i kind of blacked the story out and then i just realized that what, hearing all that um uh, so during the pandemic i was talking to someone fairly seriously and things happened they got feelings i was very much like i don't know when i they lived in michigan i was in him i'm like i don't know next time i'm coming to michigan don't know where this is gonna go so forth and so on so they ended it but then immediately came back um and things were fine until until the election we got into a heated argument about my support for joe biden and me essentially saying like bernie sanders lost i that might suck for you i don't want to get into that. I only have one option. And he went on a tirade about how I was too privileged to ever truly understand what African Americans deal with in America, that I have lived such an elite privileged life that he I should be listening to him more when, I, when he talks about politics and what's necessary to lift black people up. Representation matters more. And I'm voting for the whitest candidate among him, mind you. He did; he was a brain supporter.
0: And then, oh Jesus, not a good, not a good look for us. Oh, oh man. Uh,
2: and then he said something. He said something about like, do I get pleasure out of like being with a white guy, knowing that like I'm the dominant one between them? Like, does it make me happy? Mind you, I was very upset at this point because I. While I have come from a lot of affluent spaces, my life is not one of just pure privilege. And essentially, I was like, yeah, I know my ancestors are happy because I'm beating a black man. Like something along those lines. Super off the cuff. Not the best thing I've ever said in my life, but I was mad. And he then went on a tirade about, well, do you think all white people are racist? And do you think I'm racist? Blah, 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 blah. And for whatever reason he then inserted like, Well, my family's racist, but I'm nothing like them. And it just devolved from that. And I never looked back. That was that was the closest thing I have to your situation, Britt.
3: Yours was way worse. You actually knew that person, so Yeah. Yeah. Glad you got out <laughs> of that. Sorry I had to end in that way. Oh, it's fine.
0: All right. Well, I'll I'll give us a funny story as a palate cleanser. This is the one I've been I've been waiting to get to get longer into the podcast to share it. <laughs> so this is um all right. So um as you all know uh you know I have a podcast with Chris, my lovely co-hosts, and we did uh well we did the first uh, dating while black uh, a long time ago. We had a guest on. If you wanna, you'll know who it is if you listen to the episode who was um involved in uh, BDSM. And at the time we talked about it. I think we talked about it briefly and then moved on. It was like a fun thing. Whatever. So I'll uh so um back in the fall, I had went on a couple of dates with this girl and I had mentioned that I had a podcast, and she was like, Oh, okay, send me the link so I can listen to it. Um she went and listened. She told me she ended up listening to like ten whole episodes. I didn't know which one she had listened to, but she did. And I had noticed on, like, we had a follow-up date after that. It was probably, like, the third date. She was, like, she seemed, like, like really nervous and, like, more nervous than, like, the previous ones. And then she goes, at one point, she looks at me and she goes, Chris, I have to ask you something. And I go, yeah, what is it? She goes, are you in the BDSM? And I'm, like, and keep in mind, like, I don't know the context. And I'm, like, not, 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 not really. I think I said I was, like. I mean, yeah, I, I keep an open mind, but like not currently, it's not, you know, not really. And then she looks at me, she's like, oh, thank God. You know, I listened to that episode of your podcast and I just assumed that, you know, you guys were all in the BDSM. And it kind of freaked me out. This is, I'm not into that at all. And I was like, literally, Chris will remember this. After, after that date, that night, I literally called Chris and I was like, you guys almost got me in trouble. Because the podcast, I remember, I remember I called you that night. I was like, I cannot believe it. So now uh, anytime I send the podcast out, I got to add a disclaimer. <laughs> I need to like add a disclaimer <laughs> in the comment and the message. Like Chris does not support, you know, everything that was spoken or said during this podcast. Like, oh, my God. Oh, uh, it was so funny. That's um, some dedication. She listened to ten episodes. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. No, she listened. To, she listened to quite a few. It kind of, It was almost like too much. I was like, damn, really? But yeah. It, um...
1: <laughs> no, no, that 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 happened though. The last uh, the last girl I dated who Terrell was already was just like, oh yeah, I hear the wedding bells now. Um, cause that, that's how Terrell speaks about pretty much like any, any woman I I talked to for more than, I don't know, like two months, I guess. There's important
2: Uh, context missing here, but I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: No, there's not. Anyway, um, she, she listened to like all, uh, not all, but she listened to at least like all the more, all the uh, pandemic podcasts that we had, um, at that point. And this was late 2020 going into, uh, 2021, so that, that, that was a good number. And that also included that episode. Well, she didn't say anything about that. So I think I was freeing in the
2: clear.
0: <laughs> that makes one of us. It's
2: so weird, though, because I remember that episode. And ironically, the story I just was told on it. Yeah, you were on
0: it.
2: Yeah, the story I just told was the individual who was my BDSM relationship. So that's just ironic. But you didn't even bring up anything. Like, you were just listening to us and... Kind of asking questions of how? Yeah. Moral of the story: I don't understand how she thought you were. (laughs) Yeah,
0: listen. the The look of relief in that woman's face. She looked like, I mean, she, I, the thing is, cause this happened towards like the end of the night, we were like hanging out at a bar, like we got dinner and like, I know that she was just looking at me the entire time beforehand, like, oh my God, how weird is this guy? You know, she probably thought I had like, you know, leather in the car, just like ready to go. Oh my gosh. That was, oh yeah. I'm never, I'm not going to forget that story. Hilarious.
1: Now I'm scared of what episodes my uh, employer listened to before I got hired because they're like, oh, yeah, he listened to uh, some episodes of your podcast, but they wouldn't tell me which one. Yeah,
0: I don't link it to employers. No, never.
1: I didn't either. So (laughs) that's why I'm like, "Uh, how did you find it?
0: I will say, though, I think even though this is just for future like dating stuff, I might mention that I have a podcast, but I don't know about sending it out until maybe we're like, three, four dates in and they kind of know me a little bit because it is a little, one thing that is a little like, there was a little invasive about it too, right? Is that like, they can listen to a bunch of episodes and like learn certain things about me and I still barely know them. And it's like, it does create like a weird like imbalance where she's like, so how did you deal with your racist roommate in college? And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, I didn't tell you about that. Oh, you listened to it. That's right. So, you know. Live and learn. We're all we're all learning. We're all growing. It's fine. We all make mistakes. That would be so weird.
3: Like they know you, but they don't they don't know you. I guess they don't know you, but they know stories about you that you should tell to this person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I found another racist intro. Sorry. I know we're getting light. This one's kinda light. It's all good. He said, I need a black tinderella. And I said, What? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> a tinderella. okay see that's a funny one
2: brandy did not die on the cross for this
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh
3: <sighs> i kept oh it light God. light racism you know racist tones as they say
2: <laughs> you mean when people are like oh, i love how our skins look together
3: Ew, that has that not- <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, more times. Than I <laughs> oh God
3: How do you guys feel if someone told you they like your skin, they like chocolate skin. How does that make you feel? And does it depend on which race that's saying
0: it? <laughs> I have to know the disclaimer. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's just I, don't, I've never just I, I don't, I've never really been into that kind of stuff. It just feels like weird and like fetishy, you know? what I mean, and just like, eh, no, I'm good.
2: The first time someone said that to me, it was while we were watching a movie together. She picked the movie, and she picked Gone with the Wind. And during that movie, which has all of its racial tones in it, she made a comment of. I really like the color of your skin and I like how it looks against mine. So
3: tomato, tomato, tomato.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would like to pretend like I had a moral ground there and was like, I can't do it. I didn't. So clearly it doesn't have as much of an impact that it probably should.
3: I feel like I've like come a long way also. Like, I don't know how long ago that was for you, but. Maybe me 10 years ago would have been like, okay. Me now would be like, ma'am, please. True. (laughs) Please stop.
1: (laughs) I, I, uh, I'm trying to think if that's been said to me. Like, I know I will compliment, like, I think I've I've only done this with black women, like, with the way the sun hits the skin. Because I'm just like, the melanin is popping. Because I get that. Because my melanin be popping in the suns. So, like, I I get it. Um, But I I don't think I've ever had, like... No, no, no. Now, I've had said to me that, like, oh, we would make beautiful babies. But not because of, you know, just in in the general sense, like, we're two good-looking people. But in the sense of it's like, oh, I'm white, you're black. You know, they're going to get, like, blue or green eyes. And their skin tone is just going to be, like, you know, just like that nice little tan. And I'm just like... Don't you ever say that to me ever again.
0: Because you know, it's also
1: never been women that I've dated, right? It's always been women that I'm friends with. And I'm like, I don't know why you're saying this in the first place. We're, we were just having lunch. I don't know what you're trying to say.
0: Shooting yeah. their shot. Yeah, that's uh, not...
1: what They're not even shooting I, their shot. They're just saying it off the way, conversation. Yeah,
0: not, not the way to go. I have I'm actually, doing. now that I think about it, I have gotten hinge messages about the mixed babies before. And I was like... Eh. And I'm like, try again. You ever get a, you ever get borderline compliments? Sometimes you don't know where to take them. Like I definitely have had a, I definitely have had a couple of white women tell me how nice my lips looked. and I'm like, is that racial? You know, Terrell. Yeah, you, you guys can't see Terrell because <laughs> Terrell's muted, but he's looking at me like, yeah, it was. That's 100 percent racial. And I'm like, is this,
3: yeah, mm, 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 okay, a lot. Thank you. Know, you. Okay. I will say in that person's defense, white men don't usually have lips. So, you know, True. it might, it might've been coming from an innocent place. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really, I, be, I really try to get the benefit of the doubt. That's all I can say. Like I, I try, you know, like some people might think, especially if you've like listened to some of the podcasts and I'm like, out, I'm like looking to out people as like racist. It's like, no, no. I really try to come in like, okay, they seem nice, whatever. And then I'll hear something. And then like, you know, I'm like Spider-Man where the sense goes off and I'm like, mm, is this, ah, this doesn't feel right. Something's wrong. You know?
2: <laughs> my favorite is when they compliment my hair and I'm like, I haven't gotten a cut since the pandemic started. It needs to be washed. What do you mean my hair looks good? Like, please explain to me why why you thought that was a compliment. I know, but I always had this just feeling of are you complimenting it because you saw other places that sometimes we like to hear that our hair looks nice, or are you just that confused that that this is a hot mess right now? I don't know. That's always been one of those, same as you, Chris, where I'm like, is this racial, or are you just confused?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. Like, because usually, especially like when I was in college, I mean, my hair was always like, it was shorter, like, than it is now. So like, whenever I got a haircut, like, especially like with white roommates, you'd be like, I can't tell you got a haircut. I can't notice, right? Versus any black person under the sun is going to be like, oh, oh, you know, nice fade, nice cut. Oh, again, yeah, you got a lineup, you know? It's like, and I'm like, you can definitely tell. Like, there's no way. Like, there's a difference. I mean, as like, like speaking as a black man, there's a difference, like, say if you get just, if you got like a standard buzz cut, like, there's a difference within two weeks, I would say, that's noticeable. You know what I mean? So I'm like, come on. So, yeah, I totally get it.
3: I don't know. Uh, I will say I joined Hinge recently and like, you can like specific photos and I try to keep a variety, you know, curly hair, straight hair, braids. You got to see it all because that's what I'm bringing. And I have noticed my pictures with my straight hair get more likes than like the others. And I can't tell if it's like because it's a great picture or if it's because my hair is straight. So I understand the hair thing.
2: I will say of all the apps, Hinge is probably, in my opinion, the best one.
0: I would say that I got way more tend. I can actually be picky <laughs> on Hinge compared to some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that wait, hard. Brittany, have you? So I know that Hinge added like the uh, the audio thing. Um, have you gotten any like funny? Have you seen any funny like audios? Because like there there were like there are a lot of TikTok like things going around about them. Because like because like coming out as a guy, like interested in women. Most women don't like, they don't have a lot of fun with them to be honest. It'll be like, oh, you know, two truths and a lie, like whatever, but I've like been on TikTok and I've seen like the ones that guys make and I'm just like, yeah, we this, too not, this technology was just too advanced for us. They shouldn't have given it out to the male users to be honest. I'm
3: just gonna say in general, men's profiles are the dumbest thing you'll ever see. Um, I don't know if you've ever had an opportunity to, like, flip through a girl's dating apps, but they're all them. Uh, Voice Memos, I've only just joined. So, I don't know. They seem, they've been pretty regular. I haven't gotten anything too wild. But, uh, yeah, men's profiles. My first complaint. Okay, I'm just going to complain about
0: something. Go for it. We deserve it. Why
3: can't you take some good pictures? Okay? It'll be, like, one picture from 2004 you can tell and then it's like a picture with their ex with a clown emoji over it you don't have any more pictures, <laughs> of guys. what like uh, or they're blurry or it's always a group and i'm like i can't i don't know you like that from the one picture by yourself what you look like so please uh, me i'm like okay full body just my head straight here Curly hair. What's some friends look like I'm not a loner? Like I really have these, this profile picture thing down. And I just feel like men don't give that much effort. So that's probably why women are not doing the voice things, because you don't want to be ridiculous.
1: So you're talking about the voice prompts?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: that that has been so so uh one of sort of like for Hinge, they'll do the best celebrity impression. So I'll break out my James Earl Jones. That has been that has been the best thing for my dating profile. Granted, I don't really—I uh, haven't really gone on them lately. I um, uh, wonder why that is, Charles. Anyway, um, but uh, I, I when they added that and I put that on there, I was like, I got so many matches and it, like more quickly than I had in previous attempts on Hinge. I'm like, huh? This is dangerous for me.
3: Do you feel like other, like, do you feel like women use the voice memo like men do? Well, I guess like you do?
1: Well, that's the only way I knew that it was there because I didn't pay attention to, like, any of the updates. And I just started seeing, you know, women actually being able to, like, hear their voice. And I'm like, oh, that's new. Um, But I think I've seen it on, I wouldn't say, I would say maybe, like, a third of the profiles.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, well, well, so what I, yeah, what I would say about women with the voice memos is that, like, they're not, they don't use them, in my opinion, to, like, be funny. They'll just, like, talk out, they'll, um, they'll either, they'll, like, give, like, a, like, a response to, like, one of the, like, the hinge prompts or something like that. They'll be, like, two truths and a lie about me and, like, speak it out instead of having, like, the, uh, just a the prompt there. Like, things like that. Um, yeah, like, I haven't gotten anyone, like, singing, or voice impressions or like anything like that. But yeah.
1: The the one I see most common uh, is irrational fear. They'll like talk it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. I'd agree
1: Which with that. generally like relates into like a, a funny story or it'll be them pronouncing their name.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. That's actually pretty useful, I will say. If you had a name that was like hard to pronounce, you just put that in there. It's like, oh, you know, it would be a good weed out to see if someone actually like paid attention to your profile or not. Mm -hmm. If you actually do talk to them, like how they say your name. So, yeah.
2: On the Hinge profile side, has anyone used the virtual side of Hinge? Because I know during the pandemic, they started having like, oh, go on a virtual date. Like, we'll give you video conference features, all of those things.
0: I use
1: Honestly, it once. I don't think I have. I think it's literally been like, oh, let's exchange numbers and we'll do it from there. You know. Um Yeah, I don't I don't think I've actually used it.
0: Yeah, I, I use their native. Uh, I use their native video conference thing. Like I used it like once, like early in twenty twenty. But I would agree, Chris. It's easier. I mean, I don't know why. I assume everyone has an iPhone because everyone definitely doesn't. But I'll be like, oh, can I get your number? You know, do you want to FaceTime? So I don't know. But I don't. I don't know what it is about FaceTime. Like just having the one button makes it just so much like easier to use in any video sharing app ever. You know, but. Like, it's less stressful to you FaceTime someone than to, like, set up a Zoom call or something like that. But, yeah. Uh,
1: okay, so I know I missed something while I was, you know, having technical difficulties. B- before I came back to voice prompts. I was out for, like, three minutes and my laptop was going. It's going hard.
0: Uh, I'm like, what are you talking about before? I mean, yeah, you heard oh, about- hair, oh, the, the hair, hair. Yeah, 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 the hair, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, what what about it? Were people asking to touch Britney's hair?
3: You know, only black people have asked me to touch my hair, really, I mean, really? yeah, truly. It's very, I, I see it all the time, I, I believe it 100%. But I've had more black people ask to touch my hair, I think, okay to give preface i have a lot of hair it's very it's very big it's very long so it is surprising that i've never had a white person ask i had someone reach out and then like second guess i think my face was like ma'am step back and she did so i'm very unapproachable uh in general so i think um i don't think a white person would ask to touch my hair We were talking, I was talking about, uh, I have on my profile that I have like variety of hairstyles and wondering if, um, why I get- was getting a lot of likes on my straight hair, if it was like, oh, straight hair is better or not. And then Chris was talking about, uh, getting people not noticing if you got a haircut. So.
0: Yeah, especially That's back in the day, college, version. yeah. Yeah. Mm. And- and we also mentioned, and Brittany was talking about how guys have terrible profiles and don't know how to take pictures, which is super yeah. fair. I think another thing too that some I was I was re- watching a TikTok about it, and it was like one thing as well is that like when like like culturally sometimes at least like when women like hang out with their friends and when they go out and things like that, they spend time together. They make an effort to take pictures of one another. It's not as that is not something that guys often do. I do it, I, th- I feel like I do it more than others just because, like, I've done a lot of photography. I kind of have, like some photography stuff in my background, but in general, you know, in general, a lot of guys aren't taking photos of themselves, so it'll just be, like, You know, a bunch of selfies or really old photos, you know, like you said, from 10 years ago and things like that. So that actually is something that I try to do a better job at now. Like if I if I know like I'm, you know, looking good and dressed up or I'm out somewhere, I'll make sure to get a picture when I'm out and have someone else take it. You know, if I get a female friend to take it even better, to be honest, Um, because, yeah, I would I would agree. I feel like that is a that's definitely part of the problem with dudes for sure.
1: I think for me, like I will do like whenever I'm going to an event where I'm suited up, like, yeah, I'll take some pictures there. Um, When I'm going out and I'm like, okay, I I, I put the fit together. Nice. Uh, Let let the group take some pictures. Let let everybody get their moment. Uh, But I also think that's kind of a result of the friends that I have, Um, like both men and women you know, some, they, they know the, the um, they, they know the works of a good picture and they know the benefits of it, so.
3: I'm actually bad about taking pictures, so, <laughs> just to be the opposite of everything that everyone said. I never, I always forget to take pictures when I'm out, like, maybe I'll take a selfie, but yeah, I'll be out and they're like, oh, I should have taken a picture, like, I have a group of friends that I see all the time. And our last picture together was from twenty twenty. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, I probably echo Brittany. I I just don't like taking pictures because it's always just a whole production. And if you're doing with a group of people, half of them are on the dance floor, the other half are doing something else and you're trying to wrangle everyone of like, let's take a group picture or like let's do this. So Half the time, I'm just like, I don't care. It, I'll take I'll send selfies through Snapchat and I'll save them if they look good. That's all you get. No,
1: see, that's why you do that before you leave the house and while you're outside waiting in line. That that's when you do it. Yeah. You don't do it when you get inside because it's too crowded. People bump into you. It gets hot. The lighting is the worst. See, that see, I've learned some things.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think every picture I have right now that I actively use is one that it was like a fo- a a photo shoot of oh we're doing pictures for the pod like all of those I use in places but anything of me like out and about they don't exist
0: I, mean, I know at
1: least in college I was a friend that was taking pictures and I was just like, yeah, I don't necessarily need to be in the pictures i'm I'm okay with that.
0: I'm a narcissist, so I got to document my whole life. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, But I'll I'll say this, though. I think especially, at at least one thing I've noted, one thing I'll say, my most, um, I think Brittany talked about the photos that get the most attention. I have an older photo on my profile that I, like, don't want to part ways with, because I think... uh, Actually, I think Brittany probably saw this. It was Halloween in 2019, and I dress as Arthur the aardvark. Yes, and I got I a picture that. of me. Yeah, I think Brittany remembers. Yeah, and I, I, I have that picture on my profile, and that gets more attention than anything else I ever have. Doesn't matter if I'm like dressed up, doesn't matter if it's a selfie, or if I'm like out like doing something, the Arthur photo by far gets the most attention. It's like, oh my God, are you Arthur? That's adorable. <laughs>
3: 2019 isn't that long
0: ago, so I think that's okay. I mostly look the same. I mean, actually, I think, I mean, to be honest, I think I look better now than I did then, but I, I keep it at, I like, picture number five, so they, they know what I look like, but I feel like that's the one where they're like, okay, he seems funny. He has a, you know... He's into pop culture, because uh, just for context, so not only did I dress up with Arthur, like I had like a yellow V-neck sweater and I wore like jeans, cause I think he wore like blue pants, but I actually went and printed out like the fist from the meme and carried it around with me, like at the bar, because people would look at me and they'd be like, what? And then they would see the fist and they'd be like, oh, you know, so my best Halloween costume ever.
1: For me, I, I also have a picture from 2019, but it was like, you know, the, the my law school was uh, doing, you know, photo shoots for some of its I don't of more marketable law students. However, you want to define the word marketable. Um, and so uh, they, they did they did a bunch of photos and I was like, I took one of them. It is a fantastic picture. And I'm like, I'm going to use that. I'm gonna, it, it's a great photo. So, yeah, I'm going to use it. They marketed me using that photo. I'm going to market me using that photo, you know? But it's not photo number five. It's my lead photo.
3: That's fair. A good pick is a good pick.
2: Y'all got me scrolling through Instagram to see, like, what was my top photo right now? Because I really don't know.
1: I post on Instagram, well, at least my personal Instagram, like, three, four times a year. And those are generally revolving around my niece's birthdays and the holidays.
0: I mostly mostly use Instagram for the story and just put like memes on it. Occasionally I'll take pictures of like, like when I'm doing something fun, Um, but yeah, I don't post on there like a ton. I just keep them like all on my phone And every once in a while, like, my iPhone will do, like, a reminder, like, oh, remember when you went, you know, when you had dinner four months ago? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the food was good. It was a good time.
3: I feel like we should, uh, I listen to this podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? And she has her guests review her profile, like a dating profile. I feel like (laughs) uh, we should, you guys should do that if you uh, have another dating podcast.
0: Revealing profiles, yeah, we could we could do that for sure. Oh,
1: that'll be hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know I know people would be good at that too. Actually, probably too good. I mean, full context. I had my uh, I had my sister help me with mine sometimes. <laughs> not not for the whole thing, but but like, does this one look good? And she'll be like, yeah, only because like my sister is blunt, and if something looks terrible, she'll just tell me. And that's kind of that's the person you need. You need the truth teller sometimes.
1: Oh, I have Your my head friends. Your head looks way too help. big.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I definitely have my friends help craft my my profile, without
2: a doubt.
3: It's a it's a solo activity for me. So,
2: <laughs> same. Like either you're gonna like me or you're not gonna
0: like me. I don't
2: I'm
0: not putting in more effort than I need to.
2: Does
0: anybody have any good like? like actual date stories, like awkward dates. I mean, I kind of have one I read. I think I got one more, I got one more story left, but any like good, like actual date stories, like first dates, anything like that. Someone like, you know, maybe you got catfish or like someone gave mm. a different impression online than they did in person, anything like that? I don't go on a lot of dates. So
3: I'm a serial monogamous, <laughs> like, so I, I I guess I only go on dates when I'm like okay this person I feel pretty dang good about this. I'm trying to change that this year, you know. 2022 might be the year for me. So no, I don't have any <laughs>
1: stories. Um, see, I mean, there there was a date where so I had already hung out with this this woman before, and we we had already gone out, but this was like a first, you know, a, official date, and um. We were going to go to dinner and uh, we're going to uh, preseason Lions game after that. Right. And uh, meeting up with a couple friends there. So um, she said she was a foodie and she like, you know, uh, like different restaurants downtown. So like I said, oh, you know, introduce me to one. Right. Tell me why she picks Joe Muir. It is in the Renaissance Center. Mm-hmm. It is it, it is a upper scale restaurant, yes. And this is while I'm in law school, and the the job I had was an internship that came with a stipend. I didn't have money like that. And she was also a law student, so she she knew she knew the vibes. So I don't know what she was expecting. Expect. So we, we go there. Not only does she you know order like appetizer, she also orders drinks, and I'm just like, duh, that bill is like three hundred dollars.
2: Not you over here, you can only order from one side of the
1: menu. (laughs) See, I would have been fine if it was just meal and and, and a drink, but I was just like, you know what? Oh, boy. All right. So then so 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 that was that part. But, you know, I I got too far ahead. So she um, went to another law school in the state. I won't say which one, but she was going to meet me uh, in Detroit at her friend's house. And that's where I was going to pick her up. So she told me we were going to meet at 6.30. So I got there a little bit earlier. I got there at like, I think like 6.15. So I text her when I got there and I was like, uh, I'm here, you know, I'm, you know, take your time out, you know, I'm just ready when you are. And so I didn't hear back from her. So I think at like 6.25, I call her, no response. Okay. 6.35, call her, no response. So I'm like this is going to go one of a few ways right now. And I'm not sure which. So I don't know this person's house, so I don't know what to do. I don't know whether she's inside or not. I I don't know. So I go, uh, knock on the door, go try and, you know, figure out the situation. Her friend's mom comes to the door. Her friend's mom has no idea what's going on because her friend isn't home either. And so I think I got a call at like 6.50 that said she was on her way and that her friend wasn't home either. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> and so then she got there. So, you know, we're already like, So we're going to dinner and everything. And because it's Joe Muir and we had to dress up and then we're going to a Lions game after, we have to go get changed somewhere. So we go get changed at the uh, Motor City or not at Greektown uh, Town mm. and go back and we go in the game. Now, like I said, I already hung. I met this person at a um, a law student mixer and had hung out at a separate time, right? So we go into the game. I swear, she's a completely different person at, at at this game. She starts referring to herself in the third person. Like we had also like gone out to a, a club before, so I'm really confused as to where this person. Like she was acting more like like more like acting like going to a club at the game than she was at the club mm-hmm. itself and i'm just like where'd this come from and one of my, my best friend was there and uh with his, his girl at the time and you know he always will put a girl that i'm seeing like through some type of different gauntlet just to tr- see like what kind of person they are And so sometimes it's asking questions. Sometimes it's like hyping them up when they're doing, you know, it's it's a variety of things. And so now I'm just sitting here like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, why I'm here right now. Um, I think Rake It On came on and like, that was her song and she was getting really into it. And my version was like, Oh, this your song go. I can't go. I won't say her name. Let's call her, um, let's call her ex he was just like go X go X and she was getting into it and I'm just like where did this person come from because <laughs> <laughs> this is not the person I just went to dinner with this is not the person that came out the other week what happened here
0: she just had a whole a whole different side you didn't even know about
1: right which, not... which is, which is fine it wasn't like too bad right but then it you know it devolved later on into um uh her her not believing that while i was at my grandparents house in georgia they did not live in a place with good cell phone reception and i let her know that before i went down there Mm -hmm. and so then she like didn't believe me when i wasn't texting her back and i was like doc they don't even have wi-fi by the time i get to the bedroom i'm sleeping in the wi-fi is in one part of the house oh i hate that (laughs) There's, there's only so much i can do here um and then uh she, she lied about her age, which was another thing. She was older than me either way. But instead of being three years older than me, she was two years. But she thought, like, that age difference was going to make such a big difference to me in, in our 20s. <laughs> um,
3: she sounds bizarre. Just as bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, I... I know I told Terrell, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure I told Terrell about that that part, but I don't think I told him about the second part. A couple of years ago, maybe it was 2020, maybe it was 2019, I matched with her on a dating app. But not because it was her, but because the person is like, oh, she looks kind of similar, but she looks different. It was a completely different name. It wasn't. It wasn't her middle name. It wasn't a nickname. It was just completely different. And she was pissed at me. She was like, you missed your chance. How dare you try and match with me? And I'm just sitting here like, didn't even know it was you. I ain't know it was you. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what why your name is this when that that's not that you broke her heart. Was Chris. this was that you did you lie heart. to she me about afraid. your name now too?
2: No, nah, she had to make a new identity. She couldn't be around <laughs> you anymore.
0: Chris, why you gotta hurt him like that? Right. <laughs> what you
1: mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm just out here trying to live.
0: Um,
2: I can give y'all a fun wild ride story just to leave on an interesting note, I guess. Um, so I was talking to this person for a portion of the pandemic and last year, twenty twenty one, when things started opening up, we hit it off again, we're talking to one another um they lived in california but their family is in idaho so they would come and visit it's like oh cool if you come up like let's grab drinks or do something and they made a comment of well actually i'm going up for a wedding lol i was doing something i ignored the text message came back in the middle and night. was like lol if you need a plus one just let me know mind you've i never met this person before we've only talked over texts. it was very much in that frame of mind um They went, well, funny you mentioned that, I was actually going to a bar right now and my friend said I should ask you. Me being the dumb person I am was like, oh, sure. Like, why not? A free trip up to a resort? Like, I'll go to a wedding with you for your family. So my first date with this individual was a family wedding. It was, we shared a room, it was a lot. They did not handle their emotions well, but what made the story interesting Um, he didn't tell me until we were already almost there, but the location that we were going to for the wedding is actually where they scattered his sister's ashes. Um, she had passed away a couple years earlier. And I was like, okay, that's fine, whatever. So wake up Sunday morning when we're getting ready to go back to Boise, packing everything up. And he looks at me and goes, "Oh, we're gonna go on a quick hike." I'm like, "Okay, whatever, like I'm so exhausted, I don't care." Yeah, we went on a hike to a location that they scattered her ashes um with his parents. His parents couldn't find her. I just my happenstance was standing right next to the flower that they apparently she loved. I was like, "Oh, is this a spot?" And they were all like, "Oh my God, you found her." And yeah, that was that was probably my most interesting first date.
0: That and there was no blast. cell re- sounds exhausting i'm so sorry there was
2: no cell reception there either so i was like well if i die
3: i die." <laughs> jesus glad glad you survived there are so many layers to that story
2: <laughs> oh yeah definitely could have gone way worse than it did
0: yeah yeah i don't have anything i don't have anything that drawn out um the only thing I will say, you guys were talking about earlier about like, you know, when you're dealing with politics and trying to like weed people out. Um, I it's it's funny to me, I think, because I have a story about this, how bold people can be with just like terrible opinions. And I should have brought this up earlier. But I remember this was uh it was a little before COVID, this is in 2019. I was like, I got drinks I got drinks with a girl and she seemed perfectly nice and normal. We were talking about, you know, work and our lives and whatnot. And then like at a certain point we started talking about celebrities. And I think I was talking about, I think we were talking about, like, I don't know, I think we were talking about like Tessa Thompson and like Janelle Monet, like, were they a thing or something like that? Cause I don't know, they were appeared, were there, I think they like paparazzi caught some like hanging out, people want to know if they were dating. And then, um, the, the woman was like, yeah, she was like, I thought she was like, uh, Tess Thompson, is she, doesn't she date guys? And I was like, I don't know, maybe she's bi or pan or whatever. And then this woman looks me dead in my face and goes, I don't believe in that. And I was like, and I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't think that she's like, I don't, you know, I feel like you either like guys or you like girls. I don't, I don't really believe in the whole bisexual thing. And I was like, I, I, I I, I don't think it matters if you believe in it. Like, like it exists, you know? And it was just it's so funny how like people can just have like horribly like bigoted opinions. It just like just put it out there and I'm just like, I'm I'm pretty sure you're wrong on this. So, you know, I mean she was a homophobe, obviously, and it's just like you, you know, people will just People can be nice and normal and cool and then all of a sudden um, an opinion comes out. And she was black at that, which made it even more disappointing. I'm like, oh, come on. Really?
1: I think I I remember you telling me about this person.
0: Yeah. So they're out there. And I mean, it sounds bad, but you kind of you got to screen everybody, unfortunately, because you don't. Someone can be really good on one issue. They're like, yeah, you know, Black Lives Matter. We're going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, we're going to fight poverty. And then you find out that they're homophobe or they've got, you know, or they hate immigrants or something crazy. So, yeah, it's it's rough. That's all I'm going to say. It always comes out. All right. Well, if we don't, I think I got, I think I got one more and then we can probably <laughs> wrap up the, uh, wrap up the podcast for today unless anyone has anything else they want to share. Um, so this isn't, this isn't something that's uniquely bad, but I will say this is a lesson I learned in dating in that, um, People, you, you know, a lot of times dating's about like, you know, you're trying to find out if you're compatible with someone, and I feel like early on, everybody tries to be like nice and normal and perfect and like, oh yeah, I'm down for whatever, I'm open to anything. When in reality, we all tend to have different likes and dislikes and different deal breakers. So like a good example is um, I uh, I went on a few dates with a girl who like hated going to the movies and this was, and she had hinted at it earlier, like, on our, like, second date, and I didn't really, like, see why this is a problem until, like, a few days later, like, later on, like, I had I mentioned, you know, I mentioned that, like, I was gonna go see, uh, this was last year, so I had probably seen, like, Shang-Chi or, like, Eternals or something like that, and I was like, yeah, I just saw that, and she goes, I don't really like going to movie theaters, and I was like, why, and she goes, I just don't like sitting in a space for two hours and not being productive and i don't know why at that time in my mind i'm like okay she's not in the movies it wasn't a big deal it definitely is because she was pretty much telling me that she was a workaholic that didn't know how to relax ever you know so the lesson i learned from that and this especially to me having the pop culture podcast why did i go on three more dates with someone that said that they didn't like going to movies at all. You know what I mean? You don't think of stuff like that, being a deal breaker, but it definitely is because it's it's like a part of lifestyle, right? Like, if I was in a relationship with that person, anytime I sat on a couch to chill, she would, you know, be upset that I wasn't, you know, writing my novel. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just, that was a lesson I learned last year that, like, when I see something like that, it's okay to just walk and be like, okay, like, she doesn't like movies. I run a whole pop culture podcast. It's probably just not going to, it's probably not going to work. You know, you can move on the semantics, right? If someone likes a certain genre and you don't, if there's stuff that you both can see together, like, okay. But yeah, she was pretty much telling me that she couldn't relax and I didn't pick up on it until uh, a little bit later. So um, yeah, bless her heart. Oof. I
3: do have a question for you guys. So, when I'm looking through profiles, I get a lot of, I see a lot of like, must be this or like showing certain color, like race emojis, or no one taller than five five. Like, do you guys see that on your side of uh, the dating apps? So,
0: some, some women will, some women will like push with the height thing a little bit. Sometimes, But I even that, I hate to say it. I see it more on like TikTok, which I think is people trying to be funny than like on actual dating apps. Like, oh, if he's not six foot, I'm not going to talk to him. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, in general, yeah, I mean, occasionally, but a lot of times when women like put stuff out there, it'll be like the bare minimum. It'll be like, must have a job or he's got to have his own place. <laughs> Or he's got to have a car. (laughs) The the bars in hell, you know. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've seen the more physical requirements on, like, Tinder and Bumble. Not really, like, Hinge.
3: I think it's because you don't get free range on Hinge.
1: Well, that and I also think, yeah, because Hinge, you can put those, you know, like, you you can specify, like, height or, you know, things like that. You can specify
0: religion on there. You can do a whole lot for free. Even without like paying for the advanced whatever. Yeah,
3: I'm just going through some screenshots I have, and it's like only eighteen to twenty two, or oh. like yeah, yeah. This one, I mean, this is racially tinged, but they say uh, if you refer to yourself, wait, I'm gonna say that classic question. Can I curse on this podcast? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. I hate when people ask that. I meant to ask it earlier, but I forgot. Okay. (laughs) If you refer to yourself as a bad bitch, the baddest bitch, or have worked your skin color into your name, need not inquire. So a lot of dumb stuff like that. Or so if you're taller than five, 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 five is so short as a tallish person. That's so short.
2: Are you on like mangas only? Like, you, I feel like you find the worst of the worst yeah, profiles. The worst
3: people. I'm national. not even going to lie. Oh, there was man. a moment, there was a moment early in the pandemic where I was like, should I start an Instagram? <laughs> like, <laughs> you bad definitely should. Like have you tried like their whole
0: family? Like it's so bizarre. Have you like submitted them to like you know the accounts and make fun of like the dating app stuff like that? You know where they like censor the name and stuff like that. I feel like you definitely, you definitely got some contenders for sure.
3: I have it. Maybe I should Tinder nightmares. Maybe.
0: Oh man, that's hilarious. I I did.
3: I did have a jokey profile like this person. I stole it from an actual comedian. And she was like, (laughs) I like to put DTF down to fly. Like I'm always, you can find me SMH shouting my hypothesis, like just dumb jokes. And I was like, that's really funny. I'm going to do that. And this man decided to tell me top five cringe bios for sure. And I said, your opinion has been noted, man. Thank you. for (laughs) your. Thank you so much. I really needed that critique. You could have just moved it up moved along moved but you it
0: along. know the guy that sent that has probably trolled all the time on dating apps or online yeah. in the past like it's always somebody like that that has got to go and be like i didn't think that was very funny
3: yeah yeah i guess yeah they probably also don't like female comedians so <laughs> it wouldn't have worked anyway
2: Honestly, my favorite pastime is once telling someone no, and then them getting upset and just like going off and being as petty as I can be, like what you said, Brittany, of your opinion has been noted. Thank you, or just like turning it around on them of like, hmm, you don't even meet your own qualifications. Like, <sighs>
3: it's rough out here. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs>
2: But also I refuse to let my bar go any low, like any lower, (laughs) like I'm pretending. Anyway, I refuse to let my bar be lowered. Like, deserve the best, worthy of the best, keep the bar as high as possible.
0: It's a good message, Terrell. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely think... uh, I mean, even... I think... I think... Yeah, I think sometimes, like... If you're on the... If you're doing the dating app thing for a while... I don't know. I can't speak for women, but, like, you definitely can just, like... You know... You feel defeated after a while, but settling is never the answer. And, you know, sometimes I, like, beat myself up about being, like, you know, single and that kind of stuff. But then also... I know and have seen so many bad relationships and people, you know, in and out of marriages and kids and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? All of that stuff is definitely worse for sure. You know? So it's, you know, yeah, settling is never, it's never the way you want to go.
1: You know, (laughs) oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brittany.
0: Oh, sorry.
3: I was just going to say I'll swipe left for the dumbest reason. So (laughs) I get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if, if you are treating dating apps like the refrigerator, where you go in once and you don't find what you like, so you, you close it, and then you open back up and lower your standards, get off dating apps, because you, you're only going to get yourself into trouble.
0: <laughs> Having a good therapist helps, too.
1: Oh, yeah, everyone should go to therapy. Uh,
0: Facts. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything else for we close out? And no, we've been going. We can be going for a little while here.
3: I did cut Terrell off if you had something else to say. I thought I did. I don't
2: think you did. Even no. if you did, it wasn't important enough that I. <laughs> <forgot. Okay>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Never mind. I have nothing else to say. I mean, I could probably read some more horrible things, but we've had enough. Uh,
1: if you have a funny one to send us out on.
0: Yeah, if you have anything, yeah, end it, and you know, and you're oh, always shoot. welcome. You're always welcome back as well. Uh, if you do end up finding stuff later after we're done, so no worries either way.
3: Oh man, let's see. Well, there's this. <laughs> this is a visual one, but it's a picture of this man with a child, and his uh, bio says hookups only. <laughs> <laughs> or there's another one. This man taking a selfie where he's lifting up his shirt and there's a, ch- a literal toddler coming in the bathroom in the photo. This this is what's out there.
2: Please Classy. tell me for the one who had the toddler you responded, haven't you learned from the last hookup you had and like pointed at the child oh somehow? Gosh. No, I like, swiped left. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been one I would swipe right on just to respond. like, Did you learn anything from your last hookup? <laughs> Apparently not.
3: And then I'll say... <laughs> And I'll say one last thing for myself. I put my Instagram because I say, if I'm going to get anything, I'm going to get some followers. Um, and I found out that Instagram has video chat because a random man decided to video chat me on Instagram. No prompt. I don't think we matched. And he just said, you know what? Let's chat. (laughs) And I was like, "What is going on?" You can did you, call did you
0: did you pick up the call, or did you let you just no. let it go? Okay,
3: all right. No, I just, what do I look I just like? want to know.
0: No, and then he okay.
3: continued to message me, being like, "Why aren't you responding?" What? I also pro tip: if you're someone who gets a bunch of dumb DMs, turn your Instagram profile into like a professional one, and it filters out people that don't follow you. That's what I do. So they really do just go into the abyss. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> was, <And> Sam
2: was <laughs> out here trying to put up some Jordan numbers. Oh
3: my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with people to call someone that you do not know out of the blue. Uh, there's, there's a funny story.
0: <laughs> people be bold. That's all I can say.
1: If If men have one thing, it is the audacity.
0: Some of us. I don't even like to call up my doctor for like an appointment. I'm like, it uh, <laughs> feels like a chore. I'll I don't know. I have to call someone. I like push it off all day. It'll be like 4:30, and I know the doctor's office closes at five. And I'm like, ah, uh, hold on. Let me make this appointment really quick.
1: Oh, oh, wait. I do have a story. I just thought of a story. Uh, so one time, one of my friends was uh, thinking of setting me up with one of their friends and she was like i do have this one thing to warn you of and i was like what uh-huh. and she was like her and her family have the ability to speak to the dead and i'm like excuse me that's a hard no that's a hard pass no 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 because like the like the girl was fine and i was like that's a no nope, don't even show her, don't Don't even show her, show me to her. Like, nope, nope, I don't need her telling any of the dead, to, like, come visit me. No, like, no. That's a hard pass. No.
0: know. I don't know
3: what it says
0: about me, but I'm intrigued. I wouldn't, I would want to Honestly, know. Chris, oh, I, I would to met, <laughs> met up with her. Like, okay, like, so how does this work?
1: Well, that was something I wasn't supposed to know either. So, like, I wasn't going to bring, I wasn't supposed to bring it up.
0: No,
2: that's when you have to lead a conversation and see if she like brings up clue or keywords from someone from your past. Like, oh, let's see if this really works. Like, if I start talking about this, will you all of a sudden say this one memory that only me and this person knows? 100% would have gone on that one date. Not a question about it.
0: Out of curiosity. I mean, look, man, you're young, you know? What do you got to lose? As long as she doesn't kill you and then try to talk to you after you're dead, then, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't willing to take that chance. Oh,
0: my God. I'm sorry. It was was too easy.
1: Like, I was not trying to make her John Constantine.
2: No, but she wanted you to be Patrick Swayze. (laughs) Oh.
1: Hey, (laughs) yo.
0: It would have been a good story. If Maybe, or she could have been your soulmate. You don't know. Yeah, you could. You should have verified it for the podcast. We would have sponsored it. Okay, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. This was this was when was this? This was twenty seventeen ish.
0: How was we were podcasting then?
1: Yeah, but we weren't talking about this. We were only talking about pop culture
0: stuff. No, yeah, no, we were doing pop culture. We, uh, we uh, met at the library back in the day. Good times.
1: Yep. Anyway, Southfield Public Library.
0: One day we gotta talk about our origin story. I don't think we've ever uh talked about it on air, but
1: yeah go back to the Skeep days.
0: Yep, good old good old summer camp.
1: Oh god, dating out of Skeep, meeting people from Skeep. Those are those you are dated some interesting out
0: of, stories. wait, you dated out of summer camp? Because I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to.
1: I I have some interesting stories from that, that's all I'm gonna say.
0: What, I think I think you may have mentioned. Maybe we'll talk about it later. <laughs> maybe we can have a. We'll wait till the summer comes and have a summer camp episode.
1: <laughs> no, we'll just invite random people back and just be like, "Hey, remember summer camp 2011?"
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we well, we 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 have some ideas, but. All right, well, hope everyone's had a good time this podcast today. We definitely did not plan anything out. <laughs> so we had all of our pauses because we were just like, okay, no one's going to say anything. I guess I will. So I hope that everyone uh, really had a good time. Um, thank you, uh, Brittany, for coming on. We always appreciate you stopping by to visit us. And Terrell, as always, um, yeah. So, Chris, you got anything else before we sign off?
1: No, I, I I got nothing. I'm I'm just out here living.
0: All right. Well, uh, good luck everyone in uh, t- dating in uh, 2022. Um, you know, hopefully it's better. You know, the pandemic has no end in sight. So I'm really sorry, but um, at least you know the summertime is easier to go and do stuff. We're in like that. We live, well, We all live in Michigan. Uh, hopefully no one's like out it, but like it's super cold right now. So like it's like not really the time. That people go out unless dude is really motivated. So, you know, well, well, Terrell doesn't, but yeah, the rest of us do. Um, So, yeah, you know, we've got a whole (laughs) bright year ahead of us. Until next time, uh, live long and prosper.
1: There are more of us.